What's up, everybody? We are back with the West Virginia, Virginia Tech preview. It is the battle for the Black Diamond Trophy, and we have brought in two awesome, awesome folks from the West Virginia community. We brought in Matt Stout and also Steve Slayton. They are both uh, the hosts of the Burning Couch podcast. They will be joining us to break down all of the angles of the Virginia Tech-West Virginia matchup. First and foremost, I do want to tell you about DraftKings. The NFL action is in full swing here at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100% with payouts bigger than ever. Why bet on football anywhere else? I don't know. To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day all season long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code SOS to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code SOS only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER in Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, Wyoming, 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona, 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado and New Hampshire, 888-789-7777 in Connecticut, 1-800-BETS-OFF for Iowa, 8778-HOPE-NY for New York. Visit opgr.org for Oregon and call and text the Tennessee red line at one 800 889-9789 for Tennessee. In Virginia, 1-888-532-3500. Go ahead and check them out at DraftKings. I'm going to go ahead and turn it over. I hope to see everybody in Blacksburg wearing the correct colors. Please check the seat map. If you are in the north side, you will be wearing orange. If you are in the south side, you will be wearing maroon. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be an all-timer. Enjoy the game, respect each other, and let's have one hell of a time. And here it is, the West Virginia Preview. everybody tuesday september 20th seven o'clock we start on time virginia tech and west virginia folks coming together starting on time getting it done um we are the sons of saturday bill Ray mitchell is coming live to you from blacksburg virginia and grayson wimbish is coming from los angeles california but we want to take a second and we want to introduce our guests before we do that as always this podcast is brought to you by main street pharmacy Stopped on by over there today, picked up uh, the game day pins, saw some other folks headed over there to pick up their game day pins. So make sure you head on over there and get your fix. 
We love seeing it. We got about, uh, I think, 500 or 750 of those pins. So if you're a student, if you're coming in, whatever you're doing, go ahead and grab one. But uh, Grayson, go ahead and introduce our guests this hey, week. Hey, what was the name of your sponsor, by the way? Main Street Pharmacy. Main Street okay. Pharmacy. If you want to f- want a really good show to sponsor, talk to us at the Burning Couch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, Pharmacy, Jeremy Pharmacy, Jeremy I don't know if Dr. Jeremy counts. Jeremy counts. Yeah, we'll go. We'll go ahead and make the warm intro. <laughs> Grayson, well, introduce, introduce our uh, our very sales oriented guests here. Absolutely. So we are joined today by Maddie Stout and Steve Slayton, who founded and co-host the Burning Couch Podcast. Here's a little bit about the two of them. Maddie Stout is the president and founder of Jam Street Media, and has been in a broadcasting booth since the age of 16 in his hometown of Kaiser, West Virginia. During his radio career, he has been an on-air host, morning show lead, and executive producer at legendary stations such as WJFK in Washington, D.C., WNEW in New York City, Alice Radio, and Live 105 in San Francisco. In 2007, Matty redirected his radio career toward the new world of podcasting. Here we are, gentlemen. He's also been a consultant for top companies like Cisco, SiriusXM, and the Federal Reserve Bank creating branded content podcasts, coaching hosts and producers, and formulating dynamic podcast strategies since 2011. And then Steve Slayton is a West Virginia University and football legend who played running back from 2005 to 2007. While in Morgantown, Slayton was an instrumental piece in some of the best Mountaineer football teams ever fielded. Alongside his quarterback and fellow West Virginia standout, who you can see right behind him in the back on the YouTube channel, Patrick White, Slayton rushed for just shy of 4,000 yards in three seasons, scored 55 touchdowns, and added ooh, a lot of touchdowns, 5.8 yards per carry. And Hokies will remember, as a freshman in 2005, Steve Slayton most notably rushed for 90 yards against a very talented Virginia Tech defense after being listed as the four-string running back coming in to that season as a freshman. He was then drafted in the third round of the 2008 NFL Draft by the Houston Texans, and went on to also play for the Miami Dolphins and the Toronto Argonauts of the Canadian Football League. Gentlemen, we appreciate you. Thank you for doing this. Welcome to the Suns of Saturday. It's an honor. Thank you. You go, Mid Matter. I'm just saying thanks because, you know, I've talked to you guys for a little bit and uh, it's, it's good to actually get on the show. But, you know, Steve's the one everybody wants to talk to. So go ahead, Steve. Well, thanks for the introduction. I think that was a great one. I think what they missed, Maddie, is that you were also in cars. Oh, yeah. Like, people. Yes, yes. Yes. I'm a, I'm a toy. I, I actually have a, my own toy uh, from the movie Cars. I was a voice uh, of, uh, of one of the reporters that had a couple scenes and everything. Oh wow! You said that very. You said that very like uh, nonchalant. Yeah, that was. That's pretty cool. Just a Pixar movie, cool. you know. Still get royalties from it, you know. It's not. It's, it's okay. <laughs> Matt, Maddie, do you have your SAG after card? Serious question. Uh, I don't want to pay the dues on it, so I have Respect. the option to have it if I want to do other stuff. But uh, if you look up M A T T I character cars, you'll see it. That's that's wow. They named it Maddie too. We gotta, we gotta go back and find that. We're, we're gonna dig that up. That's awesome. Yes, you'll, you'll hear me say famous lines like, "Race car, Lightning McQueen is missing. We found McQueen. <laughs> hey, everybody, McQueen's over here. Where you would rehab?" I ask him a bunch of dumb questions. That's it. Oh, and then that's- I chase after him at the end. So there you go. Oh, oh man, that's awesome. So we're here to talk about a very important football game. Unfortunately, at ACC, at Big Twelve at college football. You heard about the Bedlam battle being uh, knocked out and all these amazing rivalries. 
I don't know why we can't play this game every single year, but we're playing it this year. We're playing it in Blacksburg. Grayson, why don't you go ahead and give us the storylines of the game? They are brought to us by our friends over at First in Maine. I was just over at First in Maine this morning. You can eat, you can play, you can shop. Head on over, complete experience for everything that you need. Avoid the traffic of Main Street. Get over to First and Main. They have all of your boxes checked. But Grayson, go ahead and set the table. That's a really good read. That's Thank a good you. read. Uh, that Thank sounded you. like you – I mean, you just worked it into the show. I'm, I'm proud of you, buddy. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, this is nice. Look, we're getting along go. great so far. We're getting along great. And game day is only, what, 48 hours away. Um, so go <laughs> ahead, Grayson, set the table. So, yeah, the uh, the Black Diamond Trophy is currently in the possession of the West Virginia Mountaineers. As a Where result it belongs. Of- <laughs> I don't know about all that. As a result of last year's matchup in Morgantown that ended in very dramatic fashion, as we all know, and very frustrating fashion for the Virginia Tech Hokies, the Black Diamond Trophy had also previously resided in Blacksburg since 2004 after the Hokies beat the Mountaineers in their first year in the ACC. It was, the, it was 19-13. to 13. We had that blocked punt. Vincent Fuller scooped and scored for six. Looking back all the way many years ago, out of the 53 meetings of the two schools, West Virginia leads the series 29 to 23 with one tie occurring on October 1st, 1966 in Blacksburg. Since 1990, the Hokies have led the series with 12 victories to West Virginia six. We've only played 18 times since 1990. We have got to get those numbers up. Can I ask a question before we go into this stuff from this year? I want to ask you all, because you're going to have more of a historical context than me. Um, And we'll start with Maddie, go to Steve, and then Grayson. As you look at the history of the Virginia Tech-West Virginia game, is there a specific game or a specific moment that stands out to all of you um, for for the history here? Well, I'm a bit older than all of you. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's a big game in West Virginia for a lot of reasons. One is a lot of, you know, in high school, a lot of guys go to tech, a lot of guys go to WVU. So there's, there's that. And, and just the whole, we have to fight the, we're not Virginia. We're West (laughs) Virginia thing. You know, whenever I stand for West Virginia, Oh, I have a friend. It's a hoagie. I'm like, no F that guy. That's not. (laughs) (laughs) So it's, it's a big game for us. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't, you know, there's there's quite a few. I, I don't even the one. Of course, I'm a West Virginia fan, so I remember the ones we we lost. You know, because that's what we carry. And of course, Michael Vick and the run. I mean, that I was at that game, and yeah, that sucked. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Steve, what about you? Uh, for me, I will say I start with my game or the year I played because that was a kind of vaulted me into the starting position. And actually, I was like, I think I was a leading rusher that game, too. And I remember, just remember watching Virginia Tech more on TV and just, you know, being in awe of you know, how good they were. So, um, but I'll say other game will be um, we have a guest coming on after this show tonight. Um, Quincy Wilson, when they beat, I think they were number three at, a, at home, you upset you guys. Okay. Quincy do Wilson. Know, do you know what year that was, Steve? Well, Maddie, 2002? 2002, I that believe. Right. Yeah. Uh, yes, I'll, I'll get it for you guys. Just, okay. I, I should know because we just were, we're prepping for Quincy after this show. But, uh, yeah. Uh, well, but, yeah. A very historical game to where, you know, became, you know, beating some champions. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. I think 
you know, Bill would be able to attest to this as well. You know, I, I was, I've, I've been a lifelong Hokie. I remember how heated the rivalry was, obviously. But, you know, after 2005, we're on a drought where we don't play you guys until 2017. And I was at that game. Bill, you were at that game. I mean, it's like we picked up immediately where we What a game off. that was, man. There were yeah. so many talented players, especially on West Virginia's offense and on Tech's defense. Uh, I remember, uh, I think his name was Kenny or Kevin, Sills when he was in high school because we were going to play uh, against their high school and and he was just a he was a stud I'm pretty sure his dad David, coach David Sills, David the fourth, Sills his, right? his coach, yeah David. David Sills the fourth he was like a four or five star quarterback moves to wide receiver and was just an absolute animal um, and then the redemption story for the for the quarterback who had the issues at Florida and then he gets hooked up with Dana Hogerson I mean that was an awesome awesome game with some really great storylines um, Will Greer. Played his mm-hmm. played his ass off that game. Yes, he did. He had a hell yes, of a football did. game. Yes, he did. And then let's uh, let's turn the page into this year, Grayson. What do we got? Yeah, so let's set the table a little bit. Let's look at West Virginia first. West Virginia is one and two through week three, with loss. It was a very tough loss to Pittsburgh. I wanted y'all to win that game. Great game. And, great, great game. game. Great and, game. Play it every year, please. Yes, exactly. Uh, backyard brawl. Give it to give it to us every year. And then Kansas, uh, West Virginia. West Virginia lost. Two weeks ago to Kansas. Last week they got their first win of 2022 over Towson in emphatic fashion. The Mountaineers scored tw- or 65 points. JT Daniels threw for 174 yards and a touchdown while going 16 for 24. For us last Saturday, it was the Wofford Terriers. We won. We're two and one through week three. Our first loss came from Old Dominion. Don't want to talk about it. We also beat Boston College at home uh, in in a. 27 to 10 game can't get past the 27 point mark maybe we'll do it on thursday we're working on that but it's interesting because grant wells our quarterback was 26 of 35 for 314 yards this past saturday but you look at jt daniels numbers and west virginia's putting up way more points and bill's going to talk to us about that yeah i I just want to take a second and and we'll start with you maddie can you talk to me a little bit about the the feeling of the fan base, how, how is it going on? Because I know we're in a little bit different situation. Neil Brown has been there for a while. We just switched over to Coach Pry. What is kind of the feeling of Mountaineer Nation right now uh, through three games? Well, West Virginia fans, we don't know how to win and we don't know how to lose. Uh, that is just the way we are. You know, if we're winning, it's, it's oh, gosh, we're going to lose. And if we're losing, it's, oh, my God, let's fire the coach. Uh, you know, Neil is the best recruiter we've ever had. We're now just starting to see his teams. I mean, Dana left us cold, nothing in the cupboard. Um, this offense will destroy every defense it faces this year. It is that powerful and that good. JT Daniels is like legit. He is an NFLer. He is, he, he has everything going for him. He's got good receivers. He's made a new man out of Bryce Ford Whedon. He is He's also great on the sideline. He's great with the I – mean, he just is the total package. He's as promised. We got what we were promised, and we knew it from the first snap of the first game because he fumbled the ball, and then he came up and passed it, and we were like, oh, gosh, you know, Diggy would have fallen on the ball and 20 yards back. Uh, <laughs> so we have no – like, I have no problem with – and then, you know, see, maybe we could talk about this this backfield that we have now that's also amazing. I mean, I couldn't be happy. I mean, we're talking about two games we lost by three plays. One was a special teams play. One was a freakly dropped pass, uh, you know, but we should never have let the, the scores get up that high. So that, you know, we'll talk about defense later. 
Yeah, going over some of the numbers, then I'll pass it over to you, Steve. So uh, on offense, West Virginia is scoring 46 points per game, 513 yards per game. Uh, Steve, for anybody who, who, for any tech fans who may have not watched a lot of West Virginia, walk me through their system. Walk me through what's going really well. Who are some of the players that have really led to that happening? Um, from my time system has changed. We did a uh, open zone, spread the field out, but now it's more of a power or just a West Coast system too as well. But, um, we have a phenomenal freshman, CJ Donaldson, who's just a godsend. He's one of the guys that's um, bringing back the lineage of great running backs that West Virginia had. Um, Tony Mathis is a starter as well. So I think um, we have a great one-two punch of just on offense and being able to run the ball and come with play action and throw. I think that's what we've been lacking for a few years is having a, a great running game. You know, running game sets up a, a play option. I think this is what's most interesting to me about this game because at the end of the day, like you said, you guys are going to be able to score on everybody, anybody. We have been pretty presently surprised with our defensive input. Now, before we move over to that, Tech is averaging 23.7 points per game, 364 yards per game. The offensive line is not awesome. If you remember the game last year, uh, West Virginia had a day against the Virginia Tech offensive line. I, I, do you all remember the uh, the player who had, he had four or five sacks? He was the Big 12 defensive Stills. player of the year. Stills. Yeah, the kid's a stud. Kid's a stud. He's back this year. Um, so this is the this is the million dollar question: Is Virginia Tech's defense legitimate? Because we know West Virginia's offense is legitimate, and what is West Virginia's defense going to be able to do? So if we go ahead and we turn the page to West Virginia's defense, they're allowing 33.3 points per game. Maddie, can you walk me through? It's always been the way West Virginia has been for the most part. We're going to score a ton of points, and if we're really good, we're always going to score more than you, but we're typically not going to have uh, an awesome defense. So walk me through the defense that the Mountaineers fielded this year. And that's crazy because it used to be WDU. Like that's what we were known for. We were the defensive school. So our our defense has been Jekyll and Hyde. We got a front line that can just go off and, and get it to a quarterback and swarm and, and tackle. You know, we lost a lot of people in the backfield for, for the transfer portal, but we got some really good guys. I think the second game against Kansas, the defense never showed up. I don't, you know, maybe Steve can speak to this. It seemed like they just had that pit hangover, and they just never, were never there. They just weren't there. <laughs> it was like, where, where are these guys? Where's Stills? Where are all these guys? Uh, the last game, of course, it was Townsend. But boy, did they, they just, I mean, they didn't allow a point. They were, they were, they were like there to prove something like that we're good. So I don't know what you guys are going to get. I, <laughs> I honestly can't tell you, uh, you know, which one you'll get, but definitely if, if you're passing well and short passes, we've not done very good at that. Steve, can you talk a little bit about when you're on offense and, and like we said, it's always been West Virginia is going to score points. How frustrating is it from an offensive perspective to put up 40, 50, 60 points and you feel like you're spending all day on the field, but no matter how many points you score, it's going to be a continuous close game. It just seems like that's been the cycle with West Virginia for the last six or seven years. Um, I mean, I think as offense, you can only worry about what, you, what you're doing. So, I mean, right. it, it can be frustrating, but, you know, you know, you got to go out there and win. It's a, you know, 22-man sport, so – all phases need to show up in that game. So um, that's just the biggest thing is to where, hey, I used to love scoring touchdowns. So if it's a high-scoring game, I'm, I'm, I'm about it. You scored a lot of them. 
Indeed, <laughs> did. Let's do this. Let's talk about some of the biggest question marks, and we'll we'll give you our question marks from the Virginia Tech standpoint, and you all give us uh, give us your st- question marks. Our biggest question mark, in my opinion, is is the offensive line play going to be better? These kind of go hand in hand. The offensive line play has not been great. We've had a lot of folks who have transferred out, who have graduated. Some of the folks that transferred out have actually transferred to West Virginia Thank and you. have been fantastic at West Virginia. Um, but that's kind of been the age old questions. We have a lot of really, really talented backs. Malachi Thomas, who has not played yet this year. Keyshawn King, who sat out last week, Bryce Duke, who is a freshman who got to see the field last year, or I'm sorry, last week and saw his first touchdown. And also Jalen Holston, who has gotten uh, a very large load of the carries at the end of the day, in my opinion, it is, is Grant Wells going to be able to make good decisions, which he has gotten better at. He has one or two of those throws that you're like, oh my gosh, why are we throwing it into triple coverage here? And then in the running game, it comes down to our running backs, if they can make one guy miss, because un- undoubtedly there will be somebody running ha- running free in our back backfield, um, will we be able to have a dynamic back healthy enough to make up for the issues that we have up front right now? Uh, Grayson, I'll go ahead and pass it to you. The only sure thing I know is that Virginia Tech, I feel like in the three games that I've seen it, has a good defense. Dax Hollifield is much improved. Um, so that's the one thing that I feel like we can hang our hat on. Grayson? it's uh, for, for me, it's just a matter of the offensive line play does concern me, especially last week. Is Keyshawn King going to play on Thursday? That's a huge question that, I mean, I just don't think anyone really knows the answer to. He – Maddie and, and Steve, he's our basically our number one running back. If he can play, he should play. He did not play against Wofford. So if he doesn't play on Thursday, that's big time for y'all. Uh, and then it's just how much time is Grant Wells going to have in the pocket uh, to be able to make plays? That is a serious concern. Uh, I honestly think out of the teams that we have played up until this moment, West Virginia's defensive line is the yes. best. Yes. Is the best and will be the biggest test to this moment. It so, might be the best one we play all year. Uh, yeah. In all actuality. I'll go yeah. ahead and pass it to you, Maddie. Well, I hearing what you just said makes me even more excited about beating you on Thursday because <laughs> that's what we need. We need a, a, a questionable offensive line because we know our defensive line will swarm and get in there. And if they do that, then it's less pressure on the backfield. So that's, that's something for us. Who's going to show up? Which team on defense, we don't know. Special teams has also been a little bit of a concern for us. We've had a couple dumb plays on special teams. The only point scored against us from Townsend was special teams, and uh, that worries me. I, you know, I Every time we get a kickoff, we kick off, I'm like, oh, what are we going to do? Uh, so, I mean, those are my top concerns. Um, you know, and I don't mean to sound so, like, confident, but – I have, I just, I know, I have no worries about JT Daniels in that offense. I just have zero. He is just smart, knows what to do with the ball, and the whole team believes in him. And those guys are catching balls that they did not catch for the past two seasons. You know what? On that point, uh, Maddie, he's one of those guys who the only vision of him that they have is what he looks like. And unfortunately, he doesn't look like a guy who's going to dicey up. But if you look, if you look at his box score and you watch him play the game, you watch the actual tape, the guy's a stud. The guy he looks is, like a rich kid from Orange County, which he is. Yeah. So. He, he could step into, I personally, I believe he could step into any league and be successful um, in college. He, he has done it 
with a slew of new wide receivers and, you know, a lot of different challenges. So I, I, I do think that Hokie fans need to understand JT Daniels is the real deal. I know that we had this, you know, two system quarterback thing last year. It is a very different situation um, this year. There's a point that Maddie made earlier. Maddie, you said that JT Daniels has made a man out of Bryce Ford Wheaton. I, I just want to hammer that home for you. Bryce Ford Wheaton in 2022 has 24 receptions for 296 yards and four touchdowns. Currently sitting with an average of 12.3 yards reception per game. That's insane. Like, and, and what? I guess last season he didn't produce at that level or, or maybe he wasn't. <laughs> On that level, I don't want to like oh, yeah, bash yeah. the kid. You don't have the arm strength to, to reach him. I will say no, that. yeah. I, I just want to point out you now we were talking about offensive defense, but this still is a rivalry game, so it can go anyway. Just like um, what happened back in 2002, it's happened last year, the past few years. I mean, we're both starting, you know, this rivalry back up again. So it's, it's really who's who's one to show up because hey, rivalries always turn the best out for teams. And, and I like to say it is neat, you know, it's going to be good to see play in Blacksburg. I got to go, you know, I've been to games at Blacksburg and and it is a special place to do it. I, uh, I did something bad at one of those games. If, uh, if you'll indulge me in this story and I want to apologize to whoever this young man is. Uh, I was in Blacksburg. I was at a party after the game with some friends. Uh, we stayed the night. The next morning, we saw this bowl ring. Uh, and this was maybe 1997, I'm thinking. So I don't know which bowl it would have been from. I'm one. One years old. Um, and and I saw this ring. And the, my buddy's like, oh, that's my friend John's. He you know, he left it. He's coming back to get it. So he left. And as he left the room, I just looked around. I'm like, I have to do this. I took his ring. I put it up my bum and held it there for a few minutes, you know, to get it juicy and then cleaned it off and laid it there and then watched as this young football player walked in. Oh, there's my ring, puts it right on his finger, walks out again. So whoever that player was, I apologize. You said sure John. It, you huh? said John. It makes me wonder if it's John Engelberger. Well, I wasn't sure. No, no, the name. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, I mean, all I know is he was big and he would have probably still, you know, maybe destroy me. But all of that uh, checks out. But that's how bitter and just petty West Virginia fans are that I felt like we got the win because we lost that game. And I was like, well, there's, there's the win. There's the real win. If you want, if you want to Maddie, call that you may, Maddie, you may have been the reason that we had to that we had to stop playing in 2004. That might have been that might have been one of the contributing factors. I, you never know, mm. but uh, I don't know if uh, the guy. I'm sure I don't know if he ever knew. I doubt. <laughs> I doubt it. But Steve, do you have any uh, do you have any stories about juicy bull rings or anything like that? What is uh what is your uh, what is your what is your tech story? Uh, I, I don't put anything in. It just comes out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I got three nice rings uh, from Sugar Bowl, Fiesta Bowl, and uh, Gator Bowl. But uh, yeah. I think the game okay. probably was ended because I think batteries were thrown that game mm-hmm. in 2004. So this is a great safety. transition. This is a great transition. Um, this is a public service announcement, and this public service announcement is brought to you by the Edge. 
It's right across the street from BT campus. It's the best. What are we doing, campus. Steve? Where, where are all, where are these guys for us? What are what you Virginia businesses? You, you're terrible. Well, we can help you out. We can, we can <laughs> help you out. Blacksburg's small. I know Morgantown's a little bit bigger. I've said it before. I was like, Hey, if, if, if Virginia, and I don't mean to interrupt your host read. No, no, no. I appreciate it. You do such a good job at it, Billy Ray. I, I, I'm, I might hire you sometime to do some voice for us. Go Thank you, Matt. I am looking for work. I am looking for work. Um, yeah, and actually, coincidentally enough, did get laid off uh, last Monday. I appreciate everybody reaching out and sending their well wishes. It does uh, it does mean a ton. But Maddie, yeah, definitely, I will I will be sending you my resume after uh, after this after this call, and I will wipe my bum with it. And send it. <laughs> <laughs> very good. No, oh, I'm, I'm I love you, dude. Uh, I love you too, Maddie. Check out the Edge Apartments, best off campus living in Virginia Tech campus area walk to campus close to downtown everything included utilities fully furnished apply today at vtcampus.com or text vt edge to 540-202-1638 for more info this is my public service hold on i hear that 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 apartment building i'm going to help you with your read here a little bit all the women are gorgeous and all yes, the, and all, all the boys are good looking so <laughs> why not live there all right go ahead. why not why not? I, I got to send you. So now I got to send you 15% of the, of the royalties to this, to this advertisement for this episode. Mm. Um, you can just pay me two bucks. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is my public service announcement. Look, this is a great rivalry. It's a special thing for two incredible fan bases, proud programs, a ton of history. It's a great to be a part of it. We're going to be rowdy. We're going to have an impact in the game. Just like Morgantown had an impact in the game a, uh, a year ago. But please remember this. If you're a fan that is meeting West Virginia fans, if you're a West Virginia fan traveling to Blacksburg, the game is not about you. You didn't practice for the game. You didn't uh, watch film for the game. You're not going to play in the game. You will not make a tackle, catch a touchdown, make an interception. You will literally do nothing except yell during the game. Please, please do not be an asshole. It takes minimum effort to not be an asshole. We want to continue to play these games. We don't want issues. I want every West Virginia fan to come to what to the Virginia Tech game and say, you know what? It was a great game and I had an awesome experience. Because that's what our buddy Pat did when he went to Morgantown. So don't make your entire school look poorly. Don't make a bad experience. Enjoy the football game. That's that. That's and all. for the record, for the record, everything that I've heard about the experience in Morgantown last year, every Hokie that I've talked to said that they had a great time. Yeah. Like yeah. S- said that West Virginia fans could not be could not have been any more friendly. Uh, I, I actually in that in the spirit of that, and uh, I want to see if you guys agree, ninety-nine point nine 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 percent of the time that somebody is acting like an ass at these games. They didn't even graduate from the school. It's usually no. someone who didn't go there, who's who who apparently loves West Virginia more than they love not spending sixty days in jail or or harming somebody. And they've that usually means. had a, a an orange crush in moonshine about uh-huh. ten hours before the game. Moonshine. Yeah, it, it's weird though. I watched. I went to an alumni party. Uh, the uh, you know a few years when we first played again. And uh, there was Virginia Tech folks there too. And just how many of the young Virginia Tech fans did not understand the rivalry at oh. all. Didn't oh, yeah. know the history of it. And it was oh, like, yeah. so I think there's a factor of that that goes into it as well, where, you know, some people are just like, they know it's exciting that we're doing it again, but they don't have the same kind of no build context. up. 
appreciation know, for it. Yeah, right? or yeah. the hatred uh, that we have built up. But uh, you know, that's that is true. Of, you know, and we have a reputation as being you know not the best fans sometimes. We, we you guys are passionate. Fans. Y'all are passionate. We get it. We get We're it. Let's just be honest with you. The WVU was very good at tr- drinking. That is really <laughs> called a spade a spade, Natty. <laughs> um, so s- speaking of drinking, Steve, I got to ask you, dude, what's up with the Gatorade and vodka? <laughs> that is abhorrent. That is, I-, I was doing my podcast research. What's going on, man? Is everything okay at home? I know you. I know you have other options. He said, "I'm doing great, man." Listen, uh, I'm I'm an older gentleman, so I've been down the the hole of drinks. I think this was just the best one. You're the best okay. of two, two worlds, right? Okay, you're so you're staying hydrated. hydrated. You're getting staying right. Hydrated. Yes. Two birds, one stone. What color so what Gatorade? Is- I meant to ask you that. Like, what yeah, what's what's the, what is the mixer? Here's a. It depends. I I, I like the white cherry. I like the grape. I like okay. uh, red. Yeah, I think any Gatorade, but I, I'll say probably white cherry is my favorite. Have you named it? Is like, is it like a Slayton Slammer, or like, have you I came up that. with some sort of uh, some sort of name? That's what you got to do. You all want to talk about doing ad reach? I got to go to any bar and say, pay us X amount. We're gonna do Slayton Slammers. We're doing a read off every podcast. I want to open a. I want to open a bar in Morgantown and pay you guys to do that for us anyway. Um, that there the bar's hands will be too weak. They're, they're, they're pulling too light. <laughs> not, not enough sauce. Not in Morgantown. <laughs> not enough sauce. Oh, fine. Spirit, spirit of the next exercise. Here's what we're going to do. In the spirit of niceness, we're all going to say something nice about the opposing school. And I will go first. I would like to say, I have always admired y'all's football teams. I like your jerseys. You guys score a ton of points. I don't think it's possible for you to be in high school when Pat White and Steve Slayton and Geno Smith and Tavon Austin had it going and you weren't like, Oh my God, I'm going to sit on my couch and I'm going to watch West Virginia score 110 points on Oklahoma this weekend. It was, it, it was electrifying. It was fun. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed uh, watching it and then headed on down there. I went down there my freshman year. Um, and uh, what a ton, what a fun town. Uh, if you're into, you know, drinking and getting after it, I mean, it's a fun town. You got to be a little careful walking mm. down when you go up in the frat houses and then you're ready to meander your way downtown it's at about a, it's at 90, about a 90 degree angle. Yeah, it's about a 90 degree angle. Um, but yeah, there's something nice about, uh, about West Virginia. Uh, Steve, I'll pass it to you. Uh, Michael Vick was my favorite player. That was the reason when I was young, I played a uh, quarterback for a time and wore number seven and wore shoes in high school. So I think um, I never had the, the fortunate to go to Blacksburg, but um, I hear it as well. Grayson. Or, the va- or the vapor cleats. Love that, man. The Vic cleats were awesome. Um, yeah, I, uh, I'll i say this. Literally, when I moved to Los Angeles, my immediate friend group, the people that I befriended through a friend of a friend were all Mountaineers. It was a group of five of them, and three of them have left since then. It's really sad, but they're all incredible people, and one of them is still one of my closest friends to this day in Los Angeles. Shout out Zach Patrick and Logan McMasters, who just sent me a very unsavory text about the game <laughs> on Thursday as we record this podcast. We're going to mm. deal with that after this, but I love <laughs> those guys, man. Shout out to those guys. Maddie. Yeah, I mean, that's one thing. Whenever I'm anywhere and I meet somebody who's gone to tech, we have an instant bond. Uh, there's no doubt about it. 
I think Blacksburg is one of the most beautiful places to go watch a game. It's classy. It's nice. The, you know, it really is. You just feel like you're watching a team that's been around a long time. It feels really good. Um, I also like that your 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 mascot is just horrible, and uh, it's it's like beyond like we don't even get you know we we never even get to make fun of it much because it's just so terrible. It's like I'm what are you gonna say about it? The Hokies. There you go. But thank you for that having that mascot and ours being so much more superior. <laughs> All that. right, um, moving on to the lines of the game, Grayson. Go ahead and give us the lines of the game, and then we're gonna go ahead and do score predictions. Uh. Over under 51 points. We're going to give score predictions, so just go ahead and give the Vegas uh, the Vegas lines in general. What does, it, what does it say here, Billy Ray? Tech is getting. We got uh, Tech is going to get Tech is getting one and a half. So West Virginia is favored by one and a half points, and the over under is set at 51 points. I got to be honest, I I have no idea what's going to happen on Thursday. <laughs> I know there are going to be a ton of people there. I know West Virginia is West Virginia is going to score points. I've seen some like score predictions thrown out where it's like, ah, Tech's going to win ten to thirteen, or Tech's going to win seven to seventeen. No, 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 <laughs> that is not the type of football game that's going to be played on Thursday. Uh, I am not going to pick Tech to lose the game, but if they win this game, they're going to have to score right. at a minimum twenty four points. So I will go twenty eight to thirty one, Virginia Tech in Blacksburg. Um, go ahead, Grayson. Oh man. Um, I, again, this one, this will be the one we finally get over 27 points. Cause we're going to have to, again, in this game, I cannot pick the Hokies to lose. I cannot do it. And I will not do it. I'm picking the Hokies 38 to 35. We beat them by three and it's going to be a boxing match all the way. That's a home. lot of points. 38 points is a lot. That's a, I keep like talking about this game and I'm yeah. like, what, what does the score have to look like for us to win? And every time I'm just like, are we, we have to score a lot of points. This many points. <laughs> so, yeah. You know. we have to score a lot uh, of points. Go ahead, Maddie. In the words of Mr. T and Rocky three, uh, my prediction pain. Uh, I think our offense is going to run you up and down the field. I think our defense will finally show up. I'm predicting 38-14. WVU, my dogs agree. 38-14 West Virginia. I would be a very sad clam. Uh, Steve, Sl- Steve, go ahead. Man, I like that number, 38-14. to 14. But I think this is has to be a week our defense shows up. Uh, so I'm going to have to go. 45-7, West Virginia. We're saying He's this is going to be a classic game. Every, all the eyes are going to be on Blacksburg for a great game. <laughs> and we're like, oh, man, we're gonna, it's going to be a great game, a, a, a battle. Y'all are like, yeah, we're going to come in your house. We're going to yeah, win by 28, 21 points. <laughs> that 65 <laughs> tastes too good not to get up more. Which is so pessimistic all the time and just the worst. Yeah. Uh we got to bring the positivity, uh, you sure. know. So I think it. I think it. The first quarter will be, will be uh, a fun game, and then the rest of the game, you guys are just. Uh, so let's know. make it. Jt Daniels, what is who is this guy? <laughs> well, let's we have a we have a prearranged bet. So Maddie, why don't you go ahead and share with everybody what our uh, what our bet is here? Right, the VT guys agreed to stand naked. Uh, which is wrong <laughs> panties on. And, and we agreed that we will just hold signs. Uh, 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 we'll both take pictures holding signs saying the, the, the I almost said the blue diamond, uh, the, <laughs> the black diamond. 
Murphy belongs in in Blacksburg. We'll say it belongs there. It lives there, and you guys will reciprocate. reciprocate. Yeah, vice versa. Yes, you will. Um, man, this is exciting. I, I I can't wait for Thursday to get here. It's a sellout. It's going to be beautiful. The weather's a little weird. I don't know if you guys have looked at the weather. It's supposed to like be 80 degrees during the day and then get down to like 47 right around uh, kickoff or the end of the first quarter. Beautiful so football. Gonna be, love it. Going to be interesting. It really um, is the weather right there. It absolutely is. So we're going to move right along to letters to the lunch pail. This is our final segment here. The first question comes from Logan, uh, Logan Ross, who's living in a house divided. Logan Ross is a Hokie dating a Mountaineer. Um, but this is, this is a question for everybody. West Virginia's defense – Hasn't exactly been what a lot of people and a lot of fans thought it would be this year. I don't know. I don't know what fans were thinking that their defense would be awesome. Uh, but where can can Tech's offense capitalize going up against their defense? Uh, I'm. In, I actually am interested to hear what you all are going to say. My question is basically: I think the wide receiver room took a step forward last week with Jaden Blue getting more reps because he's healthy now. Uh, hopefully Caleb Smith is good to go and uh, Connor Blumrick getting more reps in the wide receiver position. Um, but again, you're not going to be able to get wide receivers to football if there's no time to throw it. So um, Steve, I'll pass it to you. Uh, what areas really concern you specific to the defense? I know you're fired up about the front seven. Yeah, I'll say for your offense to do well, be misdirection. I think that's what Kansas uh, did to get back into the game. And I think we still struggled from the third to the fourth quarter with all the misdirection and just not being able or getting our eyes stuck in the backfield and not following the ball. So I think that's where you guys would be successful to move the ball, not put points on the board. I have to uh, uh, agree with my friend Steve uh, that that is, you know, we have just done a terrible job at that short passes, uh, you know, just not been there, not, not finishing tackles. Um, if our front line steps up and plays like it did for most of Pitt, it will be a different story. But again, who knows who's showing up this week? I, I think they're going to show up pretty fired up though. Steve Bryce, our last letter from the lunch bill question for the whole, Oh, by day. the way, for that last guy, Congratulations! You're dating someone from West Virginia. I'm sure you are very happy in the bedroom. <laughs> oh man, Matt is letting it fly today. Matt is letting it fly. Logan is actually a uh, a woman. Logan Ross is dating her boyfriend uh, Jordan. Jordan oh. is, uh, still the, applies. Uh, it could still, oh, yeah, still apply. Oh wait, oh, he's he's from West Virginia. Yeah, well, listen, let me tell Virginia. you something. At about Doesn't age thirty two, you're going to probably have to take him to rehab, and it's okay. A lot of us are in recovery who went to West Virginia. <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> I love it. Right, I don't well, drink anymore. I mean, uh, that school just 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 set me up for failure in life. Uh, it really was terrible. You got it all out. What's that? What's that Rolling Stone song? Uh, song? Get the yayas out? Are you uh, yeah. the yayas or whatever? <laughs> yeah. West Virginia just front loads all of it. You get it oh, all that, out. those nickel drafts. Oh, <laughs> oh boy, we had something similar to tech. But anyway, last question, Steve Bryce. Question for the whole gang: Who needs to have a bigger game in order for us? I assume he means the Hokies. He's a Hokie fan. Who needs to have a bigger game in order for us to win? Who is the spotlight on starting with West Virginia? Well, I guess for me, who needs to have a big game? It's got to be Grant Wells and the offensive – Grant Wells and the offensive line. That's the answer. For us to have a big game, it's the offensive line in their entirety as a cohesive unit and our quarterback. I completely agree. 
Um, I think at the end of the day, I, a lot of what I've said today is based upon the fact that I'm hoping our defense for the fourth week in a row shows up and plays the way that they've played all season. Um, I, I think the question mark comes down to Grant Wells. You can't you, like you cannot turn the ball over against West Virginia. If you want to play defense and you want to keep this to a relatively low scoring game, um, that is certainly a strategy. It's not going to work if you turn the ball over. If you turn the ball over two or three times, we are going to lose this game 44 to 16, 35 to 7, something like that. 45 so, to 7, like Steve <laughs> Exactly. Steve yeah. So, um, so that's where we are. Uh, Steve, what about yourself? Who who are you really looking to have a breakout performance against Tech on the West Virginia team? Um, I'll say, I wouldn't say JT Dares because I think he's going to do what he does. But um, I think he's continuing C.J. Donaldson. I think he's going to solidify himself as – one of the next best uh, running backs at uh, West Virginia. Maddie. Um, Dante Stills. The, I mean, when he's on fire, the defense is on fire. I want to hear his name early and often um, and see him getting in on the ball. If that happens, we're in good shape. And our, our, our special teams just has to play like it did for most of Pitt where we actually scored a touchdown on special teams, which is the first time. And I don't even, I couldn't even tell you last time we did that. So, uh, you know, again, cause if we start losing that battle, that's, that's when it feels like the team gets down. You know, if we have one of those moments, like we've had the last, you know, two of the, the first two games where one play just yeah. sucked the wind out of the team. That's, that's, that's where it will be disaster for us. Awesome. Well, gentlemen, this has been a ton of fun. We're coming up on 745. Um, Maddie, just just so everybody, if you're if you're listening here and you want to keep up with the Mountaineers, you have a Mountaineer friend uh, who may be looking for a podcast. Maddie, can you go ahead and uh, let us know where we can find your podcast and where we can find both of you on social media? Uh, so my company is called Jam Street Media. We make a lot of podcasts, including one called Appalachian Mysteria, which is true crime based in Appalachia. We did one about uh, Virginia and the, uh, the Blue Ridge Mountain uh, murderer uh parkway murderer uh this last season our show of course the burning couch you can find us at burning couch pod on twitter um and again i always like to say this this podcast is one of the oldest player podcasts around we started it as the pat white podcast with pat and i 10 years ago pat and uh steve joined the show in your uh nine years ago and then you know depending on who's working and who's doing what it's kind of been interchangeable a little bit but pat has gotten a very nice job working for the the chargers so he's not been able to do the thing but uh, we appreciate it and i'm at maddie stout m-a-t-t-y s-t-a-u-d-t i should have put that on my name thing because nobody ever remembers how to spell it and steve where can everybody find you what have you been up to uh house dad schoolwork all that good stuff family man um you can find me on twitter steve 23 slayton that's pretty much my main social where i, I reply back the most Awesome. Well, gentlemen, best of luck tomorrow. Uh, best of luck on Thursday, kind of, uh, but definitely best of luck uh, the rest of the season, and best of luck to both of us trying to figure out this conference realignment. I just hope we're not uh, we're not both holding the bag here, and hopefully we're in the same conference. Make it happen. Make I don't care happen. what it is. I don't care what conference it is. I want I want this to happen more. So, um, really appreciate it, and looking forward to the game on Thursday. Go All Hokies. right. Enjoy your loss, Cookies. <laughs> that was great. to wander tripping in the sand we smoke out windows drink till we can't stand but i saw you dance
Sounds like one, two in my head. Love 